0: This episode of Fabulous at 50 podcast is brought to you in association with Sirona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, Visit thesirona.com. Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, a show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. And with me in conversation is the author of Feisty at 50, Sudha Menon. Hi,
1: Jaydeep, And really great to be back on this podcast.
0: Great to have you, ma'am. So, uh, no, I want to talk to you about your chapter, The One-Sided View of the World. And it was something very interesting I noticed in the book where you've drawn an analogy between Darwin's theory of evolution and today's fashion sense.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, I've been watching this for the last um, 8 to 10 years hmm. um, and I've been struck by the number of people, young people, who I talk to on a regular basis or I see on Facebook or on Insta or just simply um, walking on the road. And all of, there's this bizarre thing, you know, you can only see half of their face. Have you noticed that?
0: Now that you mention it, I do, I do notice these things. Yeah.
1: And the reason is, I was wondering, you know, there is something strong, uh, something really wrong with that face. What is it? And I'd keep wondering about it till one day I realized that half of the young population in our cities seem to have only half of their face because the other half has hair falling all over it. Mm-hmm. So they are really looking at the world. They have only a one-sided view of the world. Next time you go out on the street, uh, take a look and you'll uh, like will, gauge I what will. I mean.
0: Yes, yes, I get exactly what you're talking about. So uh, you know, you've actually spoken about this at length in this chapter, you know, today's fashion sense through the eyes of a fifty year old. So what you know what is your impression when you see these things?
1: The first, let's let's just begin with the uh, you know one-sided view of the world. So I told my daughter the other day that can we just, when we we have these conversations, when she comes visiting me, we are sitting, we sit on the sofa and we generally have, uh, you know, conversations about this, that and the other. And every time I see only half of her face, I'll try desperately to tuck her hair Hmm. uh, behind her ear and she'll say, mom, you belong to the dark ages. This is fashion. This is how. All of us style our hair now. You know, this is called a fringe. Mm. I think it's called a fringe. I don't know what it is. But I think it's called a fringe. And I have a problem with this. You know, I worry about their uh, eyesight. You know, if you only see if your eyes are perpetually covered with hair, then it's going to hurt your eyesight, isn't it? And um, I remember when I was uh, young and we, we were four siblings and very, there are a lot of rules around the house and one of them was hair on the face. Mm. Hair on the face was taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, if if uh, Achan saw us with hair on the face and I had thick curly hair and it was always wild and let loose. And when he saw me, if he ever saw me with my hair loose and I was reading a book, I would get a little whack and I would promptly have to put my hair in a plait uh, or tie it up or tuck it behind my ears. No loose hair and definitely no hair falling on the face. And here we have half of the country's uh, young population walking around like, you know, zombies. So my theory, you know, I have these things that I think about. And one of the thing things that I think about is if we continue to do this and if Darwin's the theory of evolution, I, le- I never listened or paid attention when the teacher taught this in um, class. But I think it has to lo- you know do with today's use it or lose it kind of theory. And I'm thinking that if you only use one half of your face and only one eye, eye. then what happens? Will it happen someday that um, our future generations will only uh, take birth with only one eye and the other half of the face has hair growing on it? It is completely crazy, but I think about these things. You know, I've, That's a scary so, thought. Yes, <laughs> it's a scary thought. And considering how much we use... Uh, uh, the phone and how we are not using our fingers for anything else, but right. to type on the phone. Yes. Uh, will we come with our thumbs, uh, you know, growing vertically, uh, you know, horizontally instead of vertically? And will they come padded so that you can protect yourself from the constantly making um, contact with the keyboard? These are the things that I think about.
0: That's a scary thought because and I can relate to this also because I do the same thing that you spoke about. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, you also speak about in the book about how this has fa- evolution of fashion and the social mores of the times that you grew up in.
1: Yes. Uh, for instance, if you talk about fashion, hmm. uh, you know, in the good, good old days, uh, fashion and clothes, fashion. there was no fashion. There were clothes that you wore that made you look decent. Right. If that is a word even for today. But clothes that made you look respectable and mm. uh, clothes that did not scandalize anybody. Basically, we wore, uh, we wore dresses well below our knees. I'm not at all uh, taking a moral stand here. I'm just telling you how it was, you know. You know so, our dresses would be below the knees. We wore uh, high neck blouses or collared uh, shirts or, or any of those things. And these days, it's changed a bit. For the longest time, I would go to a yoga class where the guy in the front row, just ahead of me, was uh, a well-heeled kind of guy who believed his underwear had to be uh, branded. Mm-hmm. So, I spent almost two years looking at uh, various colors of Calvin Klein underwear mm-hmm. on his, because he also liked uh, uh, low-rise track pants. So, mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of Calvin Klein Male undies Mm -hmm. and so sets me thinking about uh, Mm -hmm. fashion sense.
0: No, the impression that's exactly the impression I got that you know sometimes you may be scandalized by what you see, but you also mentioned in the book that society, as a 50 year old woman, society also has things to say about your fashion sense.
1: Yeah, you know, um, older women are not supposed to be uh, wearing low cut jeans, older women cannot wear. uh, uh, strappy uh, blouses. Older women cannot uh, wear chiffon There is a lot of things older women cannot do, yes. or society thinks they should not do. And like I said, I'm all for choices. So completely, uh, yeah. I completely agree. Um, yes, there are, there are, there is fashion, and there is fashion, and I don't understand a lot of things about today's fashion. For instance, there is something called uh, cold shoulder dress. Do you know about that? In olden times, when you cold shoulder meant meant that you are snubbing somebody. Right. Right. But today, a cold shoulder is uh, a type of… It's a fashion trend, which basically is a gaping hole where your shoulder blade should be.
0: God, yes, I've Yeah, so
1: that, that is uh, a cold shoulder. So, I actually grew up in a family in a small suburban town uh, in Mumbai. I grew up in a family where uh, there was not much uh, adventurous things happening in terms of fashion. Hmm. And I remember I was the first girl in the entire family to wear a pair of jeans… Uh, And go to college. Mm -hmm. And I remember the fallout of it. My father didn't speak to me for six months. Because he did not think that a teenager girl should wear jeans and shirts and uh, roam around. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the most liberal and progressive men I knew. But the social mores of that time was very different from what it is now. Mm -hmm. So when I for instance see young men roaming around with um, dangerously low jeans... And I, There was actually a case where the daughter and I went to a cafe and uh, all, all was good and we were having uh, some things to eat and drink and we were chatting about this and, you know, conversations were happening and suddenly right in front of me, I see these three guys, one of them with his back to me and his jeans were so low that I could see uh, his butt cheeks <laughs> and I was fearful that somebody would step on his denims and the whole thing was going to fall off mm-hmm. and I couldn't help just looking and staring and my daughter was like mom you don't stare this is so rude don't stare and I said his jeans his are going to fall down <laughs> so she I remember she almost dragged me out of the place and said please don't don't embarrass yourself you are not supposed to stare like that and then right in front of us was this pair of girls who were having something to drink and just hanging around casually in the cafe and um, They were wearing what I thought was a very strange uh, uh, outfit. So, whatever was the blouse was almost uh, reached. The neckline almost hit the navel. And from the navel on, there was a skirt which was uh, skimming the floor. So, it was a corset and uh, uh, sort of uh, skirt that they were wearing. And I was like, how is that blouse even standing up? There There is no strap, there is no neckline, there is nothing. How is it standing up? How is it holding up everything? I and mean, my daughter was like, mom, boob, boob tape. Did you know there was something called boob tape?
0: No idea. About yeah. That.
1: So a boob tape is apparently what has given fresh lease of life to uh, fashion, mm-hmm. uh, female fashion. So it's this sort of uh, double-sided scotch uh, tape kind of thing, which goes inside the dress and uh, latches itself onto the bosom and keeps uh, whatever it is that you're wearing in in place. Uh, in place. Mm-hmm. So I was, I left that cafe that day with uh, So much more uh, fashion knowledge than I usually have.
0: Hmm. So I think what you're saying is that every generation has its own uh, views on fashion.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I have realized is that maybe our generation or maybe it's just a few people Hmm. uh, have not really kept up with that. Hmm. Uh, I I have a couple of friends who actually give everybody in the group a hard time because they cannot get their head around the fact that some of us have moved on and we are mm. experimenting with clothes and uh, not not towing the line and just wearing uh, pathetic clothes and sack-like clothes just because we have turned 50. Mm. You know, that was that is what is expected. Uh, the world, in many ways, is a cruel place for women who are aging or on the wrong side of 50. And sometimes it surprises you the kind of things that 50-year-olds are expected to uh, be. Mm. You know, you walk into a store, you walk into a mall and try shopping for something which is a little, you know, sometimes you like to wear something trendy, something fashionable, something which will make you feel younger and you walk in and they look at you Mm. and if you're looking, if you're in my age group and you want to wear something trendy there's hardly anything Mm -hmm. for for the age group 40 upwards, it'll all be this sad mommy clothes and they will all be not nice clothes you know, really not nice, not trendy and they expected and and if you if you are a slim forty year old or a fifty year old, you cannot find anything because you are expect at fifty you are expected to be plump and ungainly and oh, wear maybe polyester or synthetic or not good yeah, clothes. Something that at is all. very loose fitting. Something which is like a sack and makes you look like a sack mm. and not feel good about yourself. What is also not nice about uh, fashion for the fifties when it comes to some people hmm. like i have a friend who will constantly be like why are you wearing makeup you know it doesn't look nice your skin is aged now so just let it be you know don't don't wear makeup it doesn't look good and she'll actually call about this and it's not a nice thing and um, depending on my mood i'll either uh, uh, tell her to you know pipe down pipe down uh, or i'll ignore it hmm. the thing good thing about being 50 is that you also kind of have the wisdom to know What battles to fight and what to ignore. But there are friends who will say, I saw you on Facebook with uh, a short dress. What is that? Mm. Trying to be trendy, is it? And I say, yes, why not? So these, these things go on, such as fashion, you know, and some people are fashion forward, some are not. And I'm definitely open to trying new things with fashion.
0: I think that's something that our listeners can really take heart in. You know, if, you're, if you've turned 50, that does not mean you have to stop being trendy.
1: Absolutely not. You don't have to stop being anything. In hmm. fact, you are 50 and once that realization comes, you'll know that there is so much that you can do with your life. There is so much out in the world that is new and fresh and adventurous. And my thing is go out and try all of those things that you have not had the chance to do before
0: think that's a wonderful message and a great place to end the episode on. Sudha, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much and be feisty and fabulous. Always.